Yo, what up, y'all? What's poppin'? What the damn? It's your man, Dean Edwards. Welcome to another episode of the Market Protocol. You hear me? You know what I mean? We are back. We are back. Make sure you subscribe. Just go real quick. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure if you got something to say, make sure you comment. Feel me? Uh, make sure you tell a friend that we dropping some new science. Uh... So that you know when the new joints are coming, subscribe. Also, um, if you are in the DC area this this weekend, make sure you uh, check us out. You can catch myself, Harris Stanton, my man, Jeff Richards, um, <laughs> SNL Rejects. <laughs> I should coin that SNL Rejects. Um, we're we're uh, we're at the DC Comedy Loft this Friday and Saturday. Uh, that the dates would actually be, um, is that, uh, February 1st and 2nd, I believe. Would that be February 1st and 2nd, or is that February 2nd and 3rd? Um, 30 days has September, April, June, and November. So, yes, it's, uh, February 1st and 2nd. Uh, yes. The 1st and 2nd of February, DC Comedy Loft, four shows. Catch myself. Jeff Richards, you know him from SNL. Playing Drunk Girl, uh... Um, and a host of other characters and my man Harris Stanton the featuring headliner and I say that because Harris is a headliner in his own right very talented, funny young fella and also then uh, if you're in the Vegas area you can catch me at uh, the Comedy Cellar in Las Vegas at the Rio Rio uh, Hotel and Casino Um, gonna be some fun we're having, I'm out there with uh, I believe Lynn Coppets uh, Eric, Eric Rivera, uh, Ricky Valles, and someone else, I'm not sure. Um, and of course, my man Mark Cohen hosting. Should have some fun out there, as we always do out there at the Comedy Cellar. Just got back. Uh, January's pretty busy month. We were, we were on the road a bunch, weren't we? We were in Vegas, and then guitar, and then... New York City Gotham Comedy Club, and then uh, the ATL last weekend, uh, and now uh, DC this weekend. So January turns out that's how you want to start the year. You want to start the year, you know, with a full calendar, <laughs> staying busy. That's what we did. That's what we do. We continue to keep this train moving. Get that train. Here at the party train. Uh, make sure you, if you get a chance, go check out my man Colin Quinn's, uh, you know, Red State, Blue State, his one-man show, new one-man show. That's uh, my man Colin. Colin was very uh, integral in helping helping me, um, you know, as I transitioned on to uh, SNL. This is a good friend. He was a oh, good, good dude. Good dude. Good dude that Colin Quinn is. Um, yeah. Good good fella. That was, that was my attempt at a terrible Colin Quinn. I can actually do a Colin, but... It's been a while since I heard him. Anyway. <laughs> How you guys been? Y'all been good? Has everybody been good? The, uh, the the government is no longer shut down, eh? That's a beautiful thing. Uh, but it, it ain't gonna last. It's, it's only, what, 20? It's less than 21 days. It's 21 days total before they do it again. I'm, uh, I'm predicting that it's going to happen yet again. I I just have, I have a feeling about such things. I don't believe that uh, the Agent Orange uh, number forty-five can can uh, is going to get his way, and if he doesn't get his way, it's going to go the way of another shutdown. 
Um, but prove me wrong. Shoot. That's one of those things I'd be happy to be wrong on that one. Uh, because as uh, as someone that's been traveling, uh, I've, I've, geez, I've flown now on probably, I'm going to say eight to ten different flights, maybe more during this uh, shutdown. I got to say big salute to the um, to the TSA workers who were working without pay because they maintained professionalism that I'm not sure I would have uh, been able to maintain. And, um, and, and every time I, uh, traveled, I didn't feel like someone was taking their frustration and or angst out on me. They, they maintained a professional decorum. Um, and, and I wasn't running late when Harris and I, we flew to Atlanta last, last week, uh, Thursday, Flew out of LaGuardia. Now, mind you, flying out of LaGuardia, I expected that um, that it was going to be um, some issue, some delay, because there was some uh, some inclement weather. There was some bad uh, weather on the uh, on the verge. It was um, it was dr- it was drizzling. It wasn't re- wasn't really. Pouring, but when when I first got to the airport, my, our flight was at one o'clock. I think I got to the airport at about eleven fifty. Now I'm TSA pre-check. I didn't have any luggage to check, so I didn't feel like getting to the airport two hours early. So I got there a little over an hour early, um, knowing since I was flying out of LaGuardia that it wasn't going to be a you know a half a mile walk to my gate, as as one experiences when you fly through uh, New York JFK. Um, and as soon as I got to the airport, uh, right as right as the um, cab was pulling up, actually, cab pulled up, and then as I get there, um, I get the uh, the text saying that the flight is now delayed to two o'clock, and then it got uh, delayed to um, I think three, and then three thirty, three twenty or three thirty. Uh, we were supposed to do radio that afternoon, uh, but that was not going to happen in ATL because we were running far too late. So we wound up, uh, our flight left around 3.30, 4 o'clock. I think we got in around around 6, 6.30. We had a show. We had a show that night. And got to the airport 10 minutes after Harris, and it it took me all of six minutes to go through Security didn't take long at all. Like I said, I am TSA pre-check, but even the line um, for for the regular folk, for people that didn't spend a little extra, that don't travel a lot, and so they don't have TSA pre-check or clear, whatever that clear is, um, they they didn't seem like it took them that long to get through the uh, the TSA line, as it were. I also ran into a couple of comics. It's always fun to run into comedians when you're. Um, when you're traveling, ran into my man Dan Soder, uh, funny young man. You can catch him on uh, Billions on Showtime. He has a recurring role or a regular role on the show Billions, and uh, he was flying down to um, to do the punchline in Atlanta. I think he was there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and um, also ran into my man uh, Alzo Slade, who uh, you know salute he. He has a he's a comic 
We also share our, share our barber, my man Chevy, at Dons and Divas in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. If you're in Brooklyn, make sure you go holler at my man Chevy or Cowboy or Colin or, or, or uh, Raheem. Uh, good dudes, masterful uh, barbers, you know, and they make you make you come out of there a little fresher than you went in. Um, so we share a barber and, uh, and Alzo, he, uh, yeah, he, he, uh, he has a new gig. He's working with, um, with Vice, Vice TV on, uh, HBO, I believe, um, as a correspondent and he was flying down there. Check this out. He was going down to do a story on strip clubs. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why is the word stripper make you smile and laugh a little bit? Uh, that's funny. So um, once he told us that, we were like, oh, do you need us to go along to uh, do a little bit of research? Perhaps we'd be happy to uh, assist. I think they were going to do a story on uh, on Magic City, which I think was just hilarious, if if you ask me. Um, we never actually linked up, but it was cool seeing each other on, uh, on the, on the plane. It was cool seeing each other, one another on, on the airplane, actually in the, at our gate and then on the airplane, uh, flying down, flying down. We had, we had a show Thursday night and, um, y'all be honest, yo, there was no audience in there on Thursday night. I might have taken it uh, personally, but then I realized, you know, it's Thursday and you can't take it too seriously. You can't, you can't take it personally, I should say, when uh, when a show is light on a Thursday night. Mainly because, it, look, people work Friday morning. You know, unless you're such a name that people like, well, I got to go Thursday because they're sold out on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. I get it, you know, and then different, different regions of the, of the country, they, they just, they're nights that they are big on coming out and they're nights they aren't big on coming out. Um, ATL clearly does not come out <laughs> on Thursday, Thursday nights. So my man Nard was hosting and he, uh, he reaffirmed not to take this too, uh, too personally. So I didn't. Uh, at all, um, you know, it, it would have been nice to have a crowd there, but we did our thing. Now, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm reluctant to talk about our weekend in Atlanta because, well, let's just say the weekend, I'll, I'll give y'all, I'll share some, some tidbits of, uh, of insight. <laughs> Yo, road gigs. Road gigs can be a good thing. Road gigs can be a frustrating thing. Uh, road gigs, uh, if ultimately, use roads, road gigs um, not, only to, not only to expand your artistic repertoire, but also to expand your, your reach. You know, you want to you build a fan base. Build, build a fan base of people that recognize you, that know you and know your work. And also pull in some new people. You know, it's, 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 it's a nice feeling to have someone come up to you after the show and say, Hey, man, you know what? I didn't know you were before uh, I came here, but I know you are now. You got a fan for life. That's that's a mission well done, a mission accomplished. You feel like, you know what? I did that. Um, 
I, I'm sure there are people, <laughs> I'm sure there are people uh, that have had someone come out and say, uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I saw you, I'm not impressed, um, you need to get out of this industry, which is, which is terrible, it's a terrible thing to say, um, but it does happen, you know, this ain't for everybody, I totally get it's not for everybody, but um, I like to think that when when I leave a city, when I leave a stage, that someone walks or walks out of there saying, "Yo, yo, I gotta tell somebody about this dude. This dude's funny," and that's what we did uh, with this weekend show. So, so yeah. So that being said, we uh, we had an interesting weekend. Um, I've done Uptown before. I think I've done Uptown two or three times previously over over the years um always had a good time my man k dub shout out to kelly k dub uh he showed us a good time told took us to uh to magic city for for stir fry chicken <laughs> it was <laughs> we really did we i was just hungry yo i'll, I'll be real i was just hungry i wasn't food i went to get some food Next thing I know, um, there was lap dances all around me. And the entire way staff said they had great food at Magic City. That's where you want to go. Forget the Waffle House. Go to Magic City. So we did. So Thursday night, I was looking forward not to going to the strip club, but just to a good weekend, to the start of a great weekend. I knew something was up because they sent an Uber to pick us up. I said, okay, well, it's not, it's not the, uh, it's not the, uh, expedition, but maybe, maybe it just makes sense to them to, uh, bring in the, um, bring in the S, bring in a, an Uber driver. So yeah, that's what I wound up doing. I, I did Uber, uh, with Harris. They Uber, they sent an Uber. I thought it was a guy from the club that just was driving, uh, Driving us and dropping us off because he he lived near the the hotel near the Westin. That was not the case. The Uber driver dropped us off and he rolled. He peeled out of there. So we get inside. Small crowd. I said, "I right, it's Thursday." My man Nard, who who I met some twenty years ago, doing Laugh Palooza. Uh, Nard was there. He was hosting for us only on Thursday because. Friday and uh, Saturday, I believe, he's on the road with uh, Duvall, who is currently living his best life. He ain't going back and forth with you, hecka. You know, so cool. Nora set it off right. We actually had a great show uh, Thursday Thursday night. And then uh, my man, um, comic who asked me to uh, do a guest by Friday, asked me to... Um, he asked me if he could do a guest spot. I said, yeah. And then later on, it turns out he's the one that brings us back to the hotel. Uh, so that was cool. So Friday morning, here's where here's where the issues began. Friday morning, we are booked to do... Um, my man Young Jock and Shorty Shorty have a morning show in the ATL. And we're booked to do that show. <laughs> And uh, and we're also booked to do some other uh, radio show down the hall at a different station on the same floor. When we get to the radio station, 
I sensed something was up because, well, normally, under normal circumstances, in, in, in going on the road, seriously going on the road, headlining, not, not uh, just on the urban circuit, but well, actually, anywhere. Anytime I've done, done like, headlined, for the most part, there's always a liaison from the club, right? There's always someone from the club there to walk you through the process of doing media, um, putting you in, in uh, connecting you with the POC point of contact so that it just runs smoothly. Um, the driver's saying to us, all right, well, you, you're doing Young Jock at, at 7.30 and then this other station at 8 to 8.30 or vice versa. Maybe the other station at 7.30 and then Young Jock at 8 to 8.30. But we need a, we have a hard out at 8.30 because we have to go to Sister Circle um, for 9, 9 a.m. Uh, and Sister Circle, which I did not realize until um, recently. I didn't know it was a nationally broadcast uh, television show broadcast on TV One. I thought it was just a local show in Atlanta. Uh, if I had known it was a nationally uh, shown broadcast, I would have plugged the dates in D.C. and also in Vegas because I'm always, you know, you always sell it, right? Lesson learned. So uh, we we get up to Young Jock's show. Jock comes out and he hits us with, "Yeah, who told y'all y'all on uh, station?" Boom! Immediately, I I knew something was wrong because I could see in Jock's face who are these dudes. <laughs> Now, Jock, real cool cat. Uh, I didn't know what to expect because I've seen a lot in the media, you know, with the eccentric uh, colored hair. But I also understand that he's selling he's selling his his uh, his product, selling himself. And so I get it. Uh, So I didn't go into it with any expectations because I actually met dude um, when we did Bad Boys of Comedy uh, back in 2007. Seemed like a nice guy. And that's back that's back like right at the the um peak of sort of his his first wave of uh success with meet me in the mall going down in that going down you know um nice dude and was very gracious and welcoming towards myself and Harris Stanton. we got to the radio station and he said, "You know what this is not the first time the club has done this, and unfortunately." I can't get y'all on the air. If this was the first time, I would have been able to say, well, you know what, they're already here. But because they've done this a couple of times, um, it couldn't happen because that would be going against what uh, the station management and his producers um, cleared, which I understood. I didn't take it personally. Uh, Then Shorty showed up and Shorty even uh, stopped for us and same thing. He was like, yeah, man, I I wish I could do something. No problem. I didn't take any of it. Personally, I was not personally offended, like uh, as if they left me hanging. And that's something that, that uh, I was I was talking to a newer comic named uh, Terrell. Uh, funny dude, funny dude. Uh, the dude that dropped us off on Thursday night. And I said to him, I said, you know, off times you can't you cannot let your emotion get the best of you, um, which is hard to do. You know, don't get me wrong. I was, I was, I was pissed. I was pissed because we were up at six thirty a.m. and we've been traveling along with delays. So of course, I wanted, I was, I would have been happy just sitting in my hotel room, um, relaxing, playing with my toes, you know, or something else. Hey yo, <laughs> but 
this is part of the gig. It's part of the work. You know, people people don't see the 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 work involved with uh with going into a a city and doing your shows. It's more than just the shows. This this is the business part. The show is the easy part, in my opinion. The business part of going and and making sure people come out to the shows and promoting the shows and and uh, having having the right PR behind you to make sure these things get get squared away so that um so that the shows are, are flawless that's how it's supposed to go that ain't always how it uh occurs and that's not what was happening on Friday morning so we actually went up there as we they they eventually said there's nothing we can do I spoke to the producer she said unfortunately I I I feel bad for y'all but there's nothing we can do I said you know it's not it's not your fault Ain't your fault, so I'm, you know I'm not upset with you. This is the club. Drop the ball. As we leave, because I hardly could reach anybody from the club. That's the other problem. They they someone from the club calls me and says, "Hey, I'm on the phone with the producer right now." He puts me on three way. The producer, the producer whom I had just been speaking with, and he's like, "Yeah, can we, maybe we can get them just to do a couple of drops." And she actually said. You know what? I can have them doing, but I can't guarantee they're airing. Now what? What? Remember Richard Price said that? Check, check the logic. I'm gonna go and and she gonna say, uh, I can't have the job, but I can take an application. Check, check, check the logic, man. That's how I felt. Why well, I'm gonna record something if y'all are saying you're not gonna air it? Now she eventually said. Because uh, the person from the club said, well, you know what, um, I'm, I'm on the phone, I'm already talking to the, um, the business office, business affairs office right now to get these commercials squared away, so um, we will air them, I'm already paying for these. Yeah, this should have been done. This shouldn't be, they shouldn't be waiting to knock all this out now. This should have been handled before we even got on the plane, son. So I recorded like two drops. We roll out. We didn't do either station. Uh, go to uh, uh, Sister Circle. Um, I actually got to send big, big uh, kudos to um, to Sister. Actually, the entire crew of Sister Circle. They they ran they ran a tight ship. Um, it was very very welcoming uh, to us and made me feel like okay. Especially when, as we walked in, and we were told, um, we were told, or I told them about the morning we had already been been having, you know. So I I let them know, and they made sure to uh, to let us know. I believe who was it? Was it Kathina? Oh no, no, it was a sister named Andrea. Andrea, um, she was one of the producers, and she made sure we got things squared away. They they had me on the air. Unfortunately, we couldn't get Harris on the air. Um, but next time I'm down in that area, we will uh, we'll get him on. And she told us, she said, you know, if they had let me know in advance, we could have gotten you on the air as well. But um, it's limited time. And it was, it, was, it was, I mean, it's a quick segment. It's about a six, seven-minute segment. Um, but I was on there with, uh, with some talented... Uh, People, uh, obviously, uh, Trina Braxton, um, is what there is. You know what it is? It's like, it's like the view, but blacker. So it's like the urban view. So like urban view on, uh, 
series, uh, channel one twenty six. It's the it's the Urban View. So that um, is it's uh, it is uh, it's a great show. Sister Circle, starring um, Selena Johnson, who I remember she was a singer. I remember her as a singer. Uh, Rashawn Ali, uh, a sister named uh, Miss Quad, which I believe is on. Uh, some married to medicine a reality show and uh and Trina Braxton who was hella cool Trina was hella cool then we both bonded over I think I said and she was like oh what you know about Death Leopard I was like Death Leopard that's my job right there so we we hit it off that was that was cool and uh and then I was also on with um they they had a, they had some other people on they had a sister named Tia Fuller who uh who's a, a jazz saxophonist and she just got off tour with Beyonce and Jay-Z on the Run 2 tour um and is also nominated for uh, a Grammy for best um I want to say best jazz album by uh was it best jazz album I I want to say best jazz album but I guess it's uh it's some historic uh nomination because uh if she if she wins, she'll be the second woman in history to make a win a Grammy for best jazz instrumental album. So you know, big up Tia Fuller. Hopefully she wins it. And also, uh, who else was on? KJ Smith, who is on BET series uh, The Family Business, and is also in uh, Tyler Perry's upcoming uh, uh, Very Medea Funeral. Or something. This is a you know, it's it's the next Tyler Perry movie that comes out with funeral in the title. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. I could just look it up, but I'm lazy. Okay, y'all gonna make y'all gonna make me feel bad. Alright, I'm a I'ma look it up just because I wanna I wanna do I wanna do the sister uh just just do. I don't wanna it's a it's a Medea family funeral. Tyler Perry's a Medea family funeral. I knew Medea and funeral were in it. How about that? How about that? Huh? So so that show was awesome. Right? We get back to the hotel. I fall out, man. I'm tired. By the time we went and grabbed some breakfast um with uh with uh, our driver Dennis. I treated Dennis to breakfast since he had to be up early too. You know, never never feel so big that you can't look out for the person that's that's looking out for you, you know, because he was up early having to deal with the same BS as us. And he even told us that other comics have had the same issue where I think, uh, I won't say any names, but uh, other uh, name comics stayed at the radio a little too long and got to the TV show late and they tried leaning into him. He was like, hey, man, I, I didn't know I was supposed to be out of there by a certain time. There should have been someone from the club there to say, hey, we have to take him now. We got to get out of here. Right. That's how sh that's how it normally works. Right. Now you think that would be it, but uh, Friday afternoon, wake up. I had a message and text saying uh, that Big Tigger uh, wanted me for for his show that afternoon. They wanted me to do Big Tigger that afternoon. He has uh, he's on V one hundred three, uh, which uh, has a big following, uh, especially in the afternoon. His show's popular. I'm like, bad. Yeah, I ain't seen Tigger in a while. We know each other. Should be fun. Be a great way to promote these shows. Boom. Uh, they send, the club sends a, an Uber again. But I'm like, all right, it's a last minute booking, so I get it. Maybe the car service, 
is already on the run dropping somebody or picking someone up from or to the uh, airport. Cool. Got you. We're going to do it. Get down to the radio. Get down to the building. Don't know where to go. Figure it out. Get up there. Uh, and you are here for what? <laughs> not again. No, not again. It can't be happening again. Oh, yes. It, oh, yes, it can. He's stuck up here again. So we wait 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes. We got there about quarter to five. At about 5.30, we go in. Um, I'm thinking, all right, we're about to go in with Tigger. I can hear Tigger on the uh, radio. Next thing I know, they bring us into the studio. We sit down. I'm thinking Tigger is uh, run to the restroom. Next thing I know, the, the interview has begun. Oh, Oh, so Tigger's not Tigger's not coming in? Is he mad we got here late? Okay. Uh, next thing I know, I realize, oh, I look look looking around, sort of Kaiser Soze style, and I'm putting two and two together. This is not uh, via 103. This is not the radio station. This is a different, this is an AM station. Uh, with a really cool cat, very, uh, very inquisitive cat by the name, I want to say, of... Uh, What's, what's my name, man from uh, Black Panther? I was going to say Chiwetel Ejiofor, but no, that's not it. It's uh, Chadwick Boseman is who I'm thinking of. I know because this guy's name is uh, Derek Boseman, um, who's actually a, a cousin of Chadwick Boseman. That's how I remembered. I deducted and deductively recalled his name. So we do his show, which is on AM. Uh, I'm like, all right, whatever. At that point, I'm like, we're here. Let's just give him a great interview. We did. Boom. We uh, get back to the hotel at what? By the time we get back from downtown, it's 7. They're coming to get us at 7.30. This has been a long day. Long day, but we professionals, baby. We got to, the, the show must go on. So that's what we do. Turn around, shower. Come Turn right back around. They come get us. Get to the hotel or get to the uh, club at about quarter to eight. Uh, show's supposed to start at eight. Eight or ten passes, eight twenty, eight thirty, eight forty. Uh, meet the host. The host does a lot of time. And I forgot in Atlanta, cats do a lot of time when they host, man. That was that was exhausting, bro. It was it was like like you do not need to do money did a good 25 minutes easy he did about 25 minutes up top brought Harris on and then after Harris he did another 20 25 minutes I didn't go on until probably 10 10 15 10 30. I promised the dude the night before that drove us home that he could get a guest spot on the late show. Now the shows are all thrown because not only did it start 40 minutes late, but the host is doing a lot of time in between comics. Now the show went show went well. Show was great, great show. And then for the second show, even though money was doing a lot of time, we had a guest spot. I didn't go on. For the second show, which was supposed to start at 10.30, I ain't going on until after midnight, 12, 12, 15. You know, crowds get tired, right? Crowds get exhausted. It's very easy for an audience to uh to get tired. And these mugs were tired. I was tired. I didn't eat, eat dinner till 
you know, 1.30, 2 o'clock, ordered a chicken cheesesteak. I was exhausted, man. Um, now, you don't think that it can get any worse. You don't think it can. But it can. You know why? Because you're dealing with a different element. I love black people, but I hate them. <laughs> That's what Harry kept saying all weekend. Um, so Saturday, Saturday is a lay low sort of day. We uh we get to the show. Same thing. Get there about quarter to quarter to eight. Show doesn't start at at about eight forty. One of the managers comes and lets us know. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I knew you guys were here. We're like, yeah, we've been here. He's like, yeah, I told him that. It's like, what's up? He says, yeah. No, I said, I said, who's host? Uh, is a host here? He's like, nah, that's the problem. I was like, oh, wonderful. So now we're waiting for a host that's not there. So next thing you know, they they hit Harris with, yeah, so it's just going to be you two. You're going to bring him up. Wonderful. I think Harris might have attempted to finagle some extra money out of them, but they they hit him with, yeah, you know, well, the host would have been on and off by now. So it's just, I was like, yeah, boy, y'all running mad games. So Harris, Harris goes on, does a great job. Actually gave me the idea. I might start doing this. I might start saying to the the club, you know, we don't need a host. Let us just do a two man show. We don't need a host because. But I think he still prefers a host. But if 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 it means he can get that host money, well, why not, right? So, uh, in between shows, now this is where it gets funny. Had a great first show. Uh, in between shows, did the meet and greet. Had fun with the uh, with the uh, people after the show. Do you know that a cat comes up to me? Let's say his name is Jim, right? This cat named Jim. He's like, hey man, my name's Jim. I'm uh I'm hosting for you for the second show. I said, oh, okay, cool. Make sure you get your money, man. They called you to come do them a favor, so make sure you get get your your money proper. He's like, yeah, he's, shoot, if they, if they pay me in food stamps, I'd be happy, shoot. I used to bomb all the time at the old old club. What, huh? Excuse me? <laughs> I don't want to hear that before you're about to go set the tone for the for the, the late show, the, the, the show that people are waiting for that's now running behind schedule. Dude actually told me that he bombed all the time at the old club before they re- relocated. And I should have prefaced this by saying this. Uh, the old club was run by different people and ran a lot smoother. I never dealt with all these hiccups. Um, sure enough, Harris and I were in the green room, sort of just talking. I can see, dude, when the show started, he's on stage, jibbies. Uh... Next thing I know, maybe seven, eight minutes in, I see my man that did a guest spot on Friday night run on stage. Hey, what just happened? So he ran on stage. Next thing I know, Harry he brought Harris up. He came up to me. I said, "Yo, what happened?" He said, "Uh, he said, yeah, man. Uh, my people were sitting in the audience and they texted me saying that he was bombing. So I had to come from uh, a couple blocks away to come save the show." Oh, and I don't know how true that is, but it's true enough to where the dude, Jim, that was hosting, he bounced. He ain't stay. He ain't, he ain't pass go and collect $200. He dipped out, son. 
there was no victory lap to be had. So we had that show. So so we went from no host to two hosts, one of them getting fired. Um, then Sunday, we get to the show, and it's two people in the audience. And the two people are my boy Duran and, and, his, and his girl. They were my comps. Then about seven more people showed up. A uh, sister named uh, uh, Vanessa she used to come to all the shows that we did in the city. She came out. Um, didn't get, get to say goodbye to her because the, the management called me in to ask what I wanted to do. I said, man, we can cancel. Yeah, I want to cancel. I don't feel like doing a show for nine people, but I will. So when we said, all right, we're going to go do the show. By the time we got out back to the showroom, all the people that were waiting, the nine people, I shouldn't say all the people, the nine people that were there, that had been sitting there from, you know, before 8 o'clock until now it's 8.40. They dipped. It was time to go. So, yeah, it was one of, it was one of those weekends, man. Um, realistically, I probably won't return to the club. You know, I'm, I'm doing my best not to, not to say negative things about the club. It just wasn't a great experience for me, you know. And and I my patience level is very is very high, and I think what would bug myself and Harris the most was there was never an apology for any of uh, any of the things that transpired. You know, whether it was an apology uh, of miscommunication with the radio station to an apology for not having a host there, to, you know, and things like that do happen, but. When they happen and they're coupled with more detrimental things occurring, it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth where it makes it hard for you to say to people, yo, you know where you got to go? You got to go to this club. I can't do that, son. It just it, it, nothing, was not a positive experience uh, to me. Um, and there are other clubs that I could work. My boy uh, Kelly K-Dub, he actually hit me yesterday and we... Had the wrong phone numbers on each other, but he had fifty. Yeah, yo, he had the kid fifty cent. Was uh, he he was at his club, uh, the Oak, down at ATL, and I wish we could have gone there after our show. Yeah, <laughs> we could have gone and tossed it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Since fifty was in the audience, uh, but I didn't find out till Monday morning. So that wasn't happening. We went to get some Mexican food and tap out at the uh, at the hotel. Mexican food spot was dope though because uh they had a security guard, they had a full DJ, it looked like they were turning up. Sound like a good time. So what did we learn in all this people? Huh? What have we learned? Well, we've learned um that the best laid plans of mice and men. Uh you know, what can go wrong does go wrong. Not all the time. But when it does go wrong, you maintain your professional decorum, you know, regardless of what somebody else does. Don't be a fool. And I really wasn't a fool. I don't think I was a fool. I did everything I was supposed to make sure I get my check. I ain't even going to say anything about the fact that they might have told me to hold off a deposit of my check. I ain't going to say that. <laughs> what? Oh, man. Um, I, I, but, but, but I will say I probably won't uh, return. I will return to Atlanta. Probably won't return. To uh to that club, and if I do, y'all can point out to me. Yo, Dean, you said you weren't gonna return back to the club. Yeah, well, I needed I needed the money. He needed the money. Oh, um, 
Yeah, make make sure every comedian out there listening, man, make sure you take care of your business. You handle your business. You can only do what you can do. And so that's what I did. I did what I could do. And I made sure that the people that did come out to those shows had uh, had a wonderful time. And um, and I had fun doing the shows. It wasn't so much the shows that were the issue. It was everything else associated with having good shows. Because it's already an, an expenditure of energy that... Most people don't realize you you uh you expend you know the the show itself doing an hour on stage is is taxing is draining, but then doing an hour on stage after you've been you woke up at six thirty to go do media that d- doesn't happen, and then you go back downtown to do a radio interview with someone and it turns out it's not that person you know all those things added on and then host doing 30 minutes in between each act and you're 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 fighting with this audience to make sure that they maintain a certain amount of energy is work is doable but listen this this is not for the faint of heart man you hear people say yo yo i'm built for this you gotta be built for this huh <laughs> you gotta be built for it baby anyway that's your bad dean edwards man thanks for listening Hope you got something out of this. The Father Mucker Protocol, you know. Um, protocol this week, man. Just just, just uh, stay on your grind. Stay focused. Stay in your business. Do everything you can. Because that's in my mind. The entire time all this is going, I'm like, you know what? Regardless of what's happening behind the scenes, I got to make sure that these people who have paid their good money come out and they have a good time. Because they're not going to say, wow, the club really dropped the ball. They're going to say Dean Edwards dropped the ball. They're going to say, who was that guy on the show before him that dropped the ball? So that's why I bring Harris. Because regardless of any other comics that might be humping the chair or doing anything uh, overly sexual, you know, one one of the hosts said uh, one night, yeah, Harris up here talking about all that health-ish. Yeah, because he has a different perspective. And he reads different books and researches different ideas and topics. That's that's what you should want to do. As an artist, you want to do the same hackneyed material that everybody else is doing. Anybody can talk about having sex or boogers or whatever. You know, any any sophomoric material that you've heard people do. And there might be somebody out there listening, and that's all your act is currently. And I'm not saying you can't do that. I'm saying grow. Elevate. That's right. Isn't that the point? That's all, I don't, I'm not doing the same... Uh, Exact jokes that I started doing 27 years ago. If, if if I did, then I don't have 27 years experience. I have one year's experience uh, repeated 27 times. And you'll hear me say that again in some some form fashion. Man, you know, stay stay hungry. Stay hungry. I anyway, man. It's your, it's your man Dean Edwards, yo. Been real, son. Like I said. DC Comedy uh, Loft this weekend. DC Comedy Loft this weekend, February 1st and 2nd. And then the Vegas uh, Comedy Cellar at the Rio in Vegas next week um, on the, the the 4th through the 11th of, uh, of February. All right? All love. Follow me at, at I A M Dean Edwards. I am Dean Edwards because that's who I am. And I'll scream at y'all soon, all right? All love. Two fingers. Peace.